Want to hone your craft as a digital marketer and get expert insights from thought leaders and industry experts? Welcome to the How I Work podcast. I'm your host, Josh Becerra, founder and president of Agurian. Follow us on Twitter at Agurian Tweets or subscribe to our YouTube channel for more great content. Now, here's the episode of the podcast. Hi, everybody. This is Josh Becerra from Agurian. I am here with Nate Grahek. He's the founder of Sticky Marketing Tools. Thanks so much for being with me today, Nate. Really appreciate it. You bet, Josh. It's an honor, man. I really appreciate it. I love doing video like this, as you'll hear. It's really fun looking at some of the past episodes. I think that our industry really there's so much demand for ways to stay cutting edge. There's so many fun things to do, but it's fun to get inspired from people actually in the trenches doing the work, getting people's attention to come have them try out and use our software tools. Yeah, I think what we're gonna be talking a lot about today is the use of video and webinars and all these things where I know you're a big passionate around that. And and obviously looking at your setup behind you, you've got a pretty cool setup there at the office to be able to do some of this stuff. Why don't you tell us quick a little bit about sticky marketing tools and then we'll, and then we'll jump into it. Yeah, right on. I could go on and on about the gear and all this stuff. I'll try to make, make this as actionable and quick as we can. I founded sticky albums eight years ago. It's a very kind of niche marketing tool that helps portrait photographers get the word out about their business. We grew to about a million dollars in um, annual recurring revenue really fast. And it enabled me to grow a cool team. And we since continued, I was lucky to get local help and mentorship from awesome founders in the community. Many of you guys know Clay Collins at Lead Pages. So I followed in similar footsteps and then also knowing Rob Walling, there's no accident that my next two products were sticky folios, which helps photographers make landing pages. And they got really good at collecting leads. And they're like, what do we do with these leads? And I was like, oh, we'll make you an email tool too. So we do sticky email, which is pre-written templates to make it super easy again for photographers to jump into the world of email marketing. So many stickies, we bundled them all together to sticky marketing tools now. Yeah. But awesome, but you still have a very clear kind of niche around photography and you got to make things look good and look pretty because your customers appreciate that kind of stuff. So I know that you have been investing in videos and webinars. Why don't you just tell us a little bit about like your belief in how important these mediums are for SaaS companies in particular? Totally. So I'm going to lead by example here off the cuff. I was telling Josh in the pre-work, I'm going to show you guys, even off the, when you're doing a video, I think it's so important to give a framework and visuals is what any type of video, when you can use visuals, I think it ups your ball game. And so today I'm going to talk about how sales, how video scales sales. Got it. I think that at, in, <clears throat> for, for SaaS founders, all of us in SaaS, what do we love more than anything is the, the fact that software can scale in a way that other industries can't. And so when we, the huge holy grail is how do we also scale our sales efforts? And I think that there's a huge opportunity for, especially for software companies that have, for better or worse, are still doing a lot of their sales in the high touch, direct B2B salesperson, high touch experience. And even if that is how your sales works, 
there's an opportunity to use video to increase yeah, the throughput. Exactly. So just to get, get people coming through, whether you're, you're using video to give your sales force higher qualified leads and uh, leads that are more excited to like take next steps in the funnel. I think we just accept that, oh, we need to talk to our customers. It's like, yeah, you do. But with the proliferation of video tools and how easy it is to create really good content that your target market cares about, mm -hmm. they can watch videos while your sales people are literally sleeping and scheduling with automated scheduling tools on their calendar. And then they show up to these calls way more primed and ready to go, making your whole sales better. So I think one of the cool ways is just one-to-one -one videos, which I could talk a little bit about, and then okay. um, we'll wrap up with webinars. And those are like one of my favorite. So I like your graphics. This is like the first time where we've had graphics on one of these how I work things and you're providing us so. all. I love it. You're graphics in my game. <laughs> but super cheap. I'm just ripping these together, but I'll just answer one of my favorite kind of best practices is it's when you're doing a webinar, you've got to give people a framework. This came from a bunch of places, but I think the analogy I love the most, I gave this to my daughter. I've got a 10-year-old and she's yep. giving me this, we're, we're taking her to soccer practice and she's rambling, rambling. Like I, I, it's been 10 minutes and I have no idea what she's saying to me yet. What's the point of this story? <laughs> yeah. And we all do this in business too. I go, sure. Mia, slow down. I still don't know what you're talking about. You got to start with the end, the point of what you're saying first. So I know where you're going. I go, imagine it's like holiday seasons now. So I go, you've got to give me the Christmas tree first and then start giving me ornaments. And right. cause I have no idea where to hang these ornaments that you're giving me. And she goes, yeah, that's a really good analogy. Did you just make that up? <laughs> yeah, I did. But we've got to do that in our communication. So visuals, frameworks, structure, it's, it. It's, it goes all the way back to the, I think the ones that did it best was Sesame Street. I know it sounds remedial, but it works where, what do they do at the beginning of every episode? They go, today is the letter A. They do this, it's called the tell, show, tell. Uh -huh. say, here's what we're going to talk about today, guys. And now we're going to talk about this. And then when you're done, you go, okay, we just got finished talking about this. And so your listener knows where they're at and where they should be listening and where yep. they should take what you're teaching them and plug it into their day-to-day -day life. Um, I so think even that sometimes we think, oh, because I'm on video and I, you get to see my face and I'm communicating with my hands, that's enough of kind of a, a visual and right. I think that you know what you're what you're saying makes sense we've all kind of heard that the human learns in many different ways and so one is kind of through their listening and another is visually it's super helpful it's just as simple as like the bar napkin I think that where we overcomplicate things is at the end of the day sales happen in business runs with like in, human interaction and I think the stories where automated marketing works really is yeah. when it acts like we do as humans. So use in your videos, even if you're don't, you don't necessarily need these huge multi-million dollar budgets and graphics and Pixar quality animations. You need like bar napkin style, like animations and, and, yeah. and, and graphics. And that can sometimes give you the 80, 20 or so next. I'll do a quick pitch. I think there's a lot of companies out there in the sales space. There's, is it bomb or that's one that's a, that's a little bit more expensive, but it's targeted directly at the sales force. I use loom 
And then a soapbox, I'm not so good at type writing and soapbox by Wistia, where they just record your screen and your voice and it's a one-to-one -one message. And I think what's changed, my background was actually in training and development. And I used to always think that if I wanted to do a video, I would record a bunch of stuff and then I would edit it all up together and then go from there. Yeah. But if it was one to many, then it made sense. But now that these tools are so easy, I'll make a video just before this call. I want to get an attention of a VIP partner of somebody else, like a big leader in my industry. I made a video using loom with a quick snippet of my face of my webcam. I showed the screen sharing their product. And then I shared my product and I said, Hey, this is my vision. Here's how I want to help each other. Hit, click the link below to schedule time in my calendar. When I take the time, like three minutes, this video is for one person. Right. My response rate partner to partner is like eight out of 10 versus if it's just a plain old email, do screenshots and arrows and blah, blah like nobody cares. Nobody responds yeah. to cold emails so like, like that anymore. I'm just relating this back to my previous video where we were talking a lot about kind of account-based marketing. Mm -hmm. So with bigger kind of enterprise SaaS companies, they definitely understand who they're going after. So there's mm -hmm. no reason why they couldn't spend a little bit of resources and time on really diving into that account and saying, here's how we could work with you. Here's what we could do for you. Putting it into a video and shooting it off versus like you're saying, some one to many video where that person on the receiving end has to kind of unpack, okay, what, how is this going to actually work for my company specifically? So yeah, I get where one to one videos could be. Really it's awesome. huge. I could go on for hours as how I use it as a founder to create a project. I've eliminated meetings, a lot of the ad hoc meetings. If I have a project idea for somebody on my team, I make a four minute video so that I don't have to interrupt them yeah. nine times out of 10 in a, in the tech world. The project I'm assigning is something uh, on a screen, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's almost better. If we go into a meeting room with a whiteboard and we don't have our computers, it's actually worse. It's better if I'm just sitting in front of my computer recording what I want them to do, showing them the vision and saying, here's the things you got to cut off. Uh, and to hiring, it's streamlined hiring for me. And then sales, of course, customer support. I've sure. put less effort, especially in this, I think another kind of shortcut in the SaaS world, is I never want the reason that we don't roll out a new feature to be because it's going to make our knowledge base or our help videos out of date. That's the wrong reason to not, not keep to innovating. And so and I tell this to my support team, I said, guys, let's not worry about that. We can always redo those in more and more. I, I don't want, because it only takes you a few minutes and our ticket volume is not huge, don't send somebody to an old video instead make them a new one today yeah. and make that video just for that one special response and it just yeah. goes so far to increasing customer engagement and loyalty and satisfaction on and on okay do you ever Let's have do a second video that's a little bit more vanilla but it gets it answers the question so then you do populate your knowledge base Totally. And I don't even, I tell them to like, leave it up to them. Like you, we can, we could crop off the name part if we wanted to say it, it cause there's, is a huge benefit to saying, Hey, I made this for you. And to say the customer's name in the video, you can very easily just say, Hey, I made this video for you. Boom, boom. And it's two birds with one stone or yeah, hundreds go. of birds with one stone, right? That's the beauty of the scale. So I could, any one of these subjects I could go on and on for hours on, but I'll just do, do 
some kind of high level or so, oh, let's do low hanging fruit for why webinars. Yeah. I'll um, just say the, yeah. when we were prepping for this, one of the things that I quoted you or I remember is you said, webinars are gold for SaaS. So tell us why. Number one, it scales. Number two, how do we get people's attention? Yeah. It's just my background is in training and development. I said that already. Um, and I've just learned that I'm a big fan of Seth Godin's marketing, where I think it's, it's the ultimate benchmark where he asks us, if your marketing went away tomorrow, would your customers miss it? And a lot of, oof, I know I've walked that line a few times where you're like, oh crap, this quarter's low, or I'm excited about this feature. Yeah. And we start tricking ourselves into making content that's like, our customers actually don't care about it. But when we start with value with, yeah. hey guys, one of the new promises I make at the beginning of all of my videos or my webinars is I wanna make sure that no matter what, you are able to walk away from today's training and implement these strategies with or without my software. Of yeah. course, I'm gonna be biased. Like I'm not gonna pretend, of course, pretend. Of course I'm software. gonna, I'm gonna show course. you the cool way, but I think it's a disservice to create content that's like exclusive, where it's like a trap, where they, and then they feel bait and switched and annoyed. So it's starting with value, with the best practices that people can accomplish. I think that's the best thing I learned in my past life at Lawson Software, is software is not magic. It doesn't do anything that humans can't do. It just does it at scale. And right. so if you are getting the attention of your potential clients with your bells and whistles and features, all that stuff is, it's got a short self life, right? Cause the, the, everybody's got the same bells and whistles and features. That's right. the wrong thing to get people's attention. But when you can get them from, Hey, here's this industry leader, how they're doing industry best practices mm -hmm. in these things in their business that are helping them where you're making your customers, the hero. So little Donald yeah. Miller stuff, make yeah. them the hero and how you're just enabling the awesome best practices, then you're attracting people with the right reasons and your content has a better shelf life because yeah. it, it, you know that in, in five years, you're probably still going, whatever new features are new, this, that, in, in that future are still gonna be helping people accomplish those same business best practices. Yeah. Finally, this, I'll, I'll do the what, not how. This is a cool lesson I learned from Aaron Fletcher. It really creates good tension. You want to give people really good value to go start applying the best practices. But what converts really well for me is you say, here's all of the things you should be doing. And as a teacher, I have the tendency, you can see already, I love going into the details. Do this, then this, and this. That's the wrong type of video, wrong way to use webinars. Do, when, it starts with, why is this important? So it'd be like, why? And those are like the big level, not like what it's made out of or and stuff like that, but like why, what are the big reasons use, use our software? And then the, what you need to do. And then in your help documentation or training, that's when you start to get into the how, Yeah. but you don't have to worry. Yeah. You don't have to do that in a webinar. I think the beauty is people can see when you, most of your content is about your customers' wins, mm -hmm. you're like, hey, this is what they're doing. This is, you've got my attention. If you're showing a potential customer how like somebody else in their industry is doubled revenue or yeah. say whatever the big win is, you've got their attention. That's the big hook. And then you just real quickly go, here's what they're doing. 
at the highest level, like bullet points, and then say, we pride ourselves at our company to make it easy. You could do it this way, the hard way, or you could do it the easy way with us. Uh, and that is a huge win. I think well, I can transition into some of the tools I use yeah. to make this easy. So right it's now, looking what, good go ahead. right now, what are you using right now? <laughs> what I'm super excited about is how easy you can do good HD live video. I've got like a Sony DSLR with a company called Elgato, which is a capture card. So you can now, it makes it super easy to make a good camera your webcam. Yeah. Um, they make really cool lights. So I am, I, with my mouse here, I can control the brightness of each of my kind of key lights and they're clamped to my desk. I love, they're like 200 bucks a piece. They're like my favorite, everything's condensed and sits here. You can make really awesome quality videos on there. And then finally to bring things in like this and to make these scenes with different things going on, I use Ecamm Live. This allows me to just make a recording locally or to go live to all of the big players. And I don't, I think that there's Zoom is good when you wanna create registrations. There's some good reasons to re have people register so you can send them a bunch of emails to have them show up. But I found that using something like Ecamm is a really good shortcut to getting a high quality HD. And then you can handle easily some of the automations and reminders to show up with other tools. But now we're getting into the how. Yeah, move uh, away from the how. And I just wanna know you're a successful founder and you've got a SaaS company that's rocking and rolling. So what are some of your own challenges that you're facing right now with your business? Some of the things that you might be looking forward to in 2020 ideas or experiments you're gonna try to run from a marketing perspective maybe? Yeah, I'm super excited. I've been, the last seven years have been all super low touch. We were, earlier we were talking about high touch face-to-face -to -face marketing, sales. My, because I'm selling to portrait photographers, for better or worse, my price points are about two to $400 annual recurring memberships. And so what I've continued to learn is that's really hard to do paid acquisition for yeah. when my ROI is that low. I've got a good LTV, so it allows me to go a little bit farther. But what I'm now dabbling into is productized services, where especially when I'm selling into lower, what's the word, kind of people who aren't quite as tech savvy, I'm selling a productized service where we're actually building and setting things up for people. And it's doing tremendous things to help with activation because we're just doing it for them. And they're excited to have somebody do it for them. Yeah, and I it has a good yeah. Sorry. I can imagine that some photographers are these kind of cultural creatives and their level of sophistication when it comes to like building this stuff out might not be where their passions lie anyway. And so mm -hmm. you can just give them something that's plug and play. Hey, we can take care of this for you. I can see where that, that would work. So that's exciting. Yeah. There's, there's this whole idea of premium onboarding. I'll, you, I'll end here with a quick kind of a nod to superhuman. They do invite only it's an invite only email client 30 bucks a month so inbox google inbox went away there's a bunch of things that that did that for my day-to-day -day that created a huge pain point when i had to go back to the old gmail yeah somebody said superhuman was great i was like i don't care if it's 30 bucks a month if they can replace this hole that i have in managing my inbox yeah. I, I, i'm interested so i you had to sign up for and start paying and i to, in order to get a onboarding call with somebody on their team. I was not given access to the software until I showed up. 
to a 30 minute onboarding where one-to-one they showed me like two or three awesome things where I was like, Whoa, you can do that. I was hooked. I was hooked. And so it just opened my eyes on how can we use premium, even paid onboarding services Mm -hmm. to, to create those wow moments. Cause as we all know, the hurdles to get churn for sure. We all know we fix churn in the first week, right? You don't fix churn in month 12. You yeah. fix it in the first like wow moments and, and it, by fixing, I think activation fixes churn. And yeah. so I'm getting excited for cool new ways that sometimes don't, what I, I think the biggest lesson this year is that things don't have to scale infinite, but they can still, they can actually scale pretty easily where I go to my customer base, to, for uh, to hire like c- coaches and consultants to help other photographers get activated in the tool in a really cool way. So that's like a win-win for everybody. So paid uh, productized services is a way to increase activation, increase LTV and reduce churn. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's great, great advice. I really appreciate your time. I appreciate you showing us all these cool video tools. Uh, It's going to mean that I'm going to have to step up my game for these next videos, but thank you. So really appreciate your time, Nate, and we'll see you around the neighborhood. Yeah, I appreciate it. If there's anybody locally or anybody watching this, they want any help with webinars or videos, feel free to hit me up on emails. The best way, nate at stickyalbums.com. And I'm happy to chat how you can leverage video in your business. Cheers. Awesome. Thanks, Nate. Have a good one. You bet. Bye. Thank you for listening to the How I Work podcast with Josh Becerra. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe. To learn more about Agurian and for more digital marketing tips and insights, head to agurian.com.